Last time on In Vain. You open it, and instead of the letter that you were expecting, the only thing that's in there is a single Polaroid picture. On the picture, it looks like it's your father sleeping in his bed. And under it is written, the first rule of this household is discipline. You recognize that that is a quote from The Sound of Music. Yep. And on the back of the Polaroid, you see an address. It's nearby. She grabs her bag, heads downstairs. I gotta go out. I'll be back. And she's out the door and booking it. Okay. So Dallas just suddenly has her bag and is running out of the haven. Are you doing anything in particular, Elsa, or are you still going to be writing down phone numbers? That was bad. Dallas, did did Dallas look worried, frustrated, angry? How I mean, it was terse. Panicked and a lot of pissed off. Okay, some shit's going down, it looks like. So Elsa's, she just saw Dallas, like, walk by, like, speed run by, and she's just gonna, like, like look up from the books and then think about it. And then maybe wait about 20, 10, 20, 10 to 15 minutes before getting out the door herself and trying to follow uh, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas, it sound, are you going to take the most direct route to this address? Yeah, she's not really fucking around. She's straight there. So if you're going to try to track Dallas, Elsa, I need you to give me a resolve. And let's see. Streetwise, since she's running around in the city. Don't forget your plus one. You could also give me a rouse check to increase your dice pool plus another one. I got a five. Okay. Rouse check. Oh, your hunger increases. However, you do get to add another die to your dice pool. So you had two two die to your dice pool. Add two? Yeah, the plus one from the blood and the plus one from the bulking yourself up. So it should be seven dice. Plus uh, one hunger die. I'm going to find you so good. <laughs> so good, girl. Um, five, eight, eight, five, nine, six, eight. Oh, yeah. It's not hard to, to follow Dallas. Are you taking the rooftops or are you just walking along the streets? I'm going to take to a rooftop that's closest to where wherever Dallas stops at and just try and listen as best as possible. So it's like Batman following Dallas is awesome. So you're just hopping from rooftop to rooftop and Dallas is completely oblivious because she's focused elsewhere. Dallas, you get to the address. The address is actually a, it's a cafe. It's a restaurant that's open kind of late. I mean, not, not super late since, you know, it's still not quite midnight yet, but you get there and it has a, an outdoor area, kind of like a patio and sitting at one of the tables uh, is with a big mug of tea and a little slice of, of chocolate opera cake next to him is Maximilian. And he's sitting there reading the newspaper. Can I see this? Oh yeah. You <laughs> oh, see God. this. 
And oh, as, you, as you walk up, uh, Max looks up from his newspaper and he says, Ah, good night, Hostier. Hostier's German for house animal means pet. Please, have a seat. We have much to discuss. Good evening, Max. And she'll sit down. Uh, when you sit down, a, a waitress comes by and asks you if you would like coffee or tea or some other refreshment. Uh, coffee, please. She nods and goes back inside. And Max, he he grabs his mug with one hand and says, I love the tea here. They keep it so hot. Yes, how are you tonight, Dallas? Oh, um, been, been better. But, uh, not terrible. I got your message. Oh, good. I assume that's why you were here. So, and the, the waitress comes back with a you know mug of coffee for you. And uh, Max just kind of waves her off, saying, you don't need anything else. And he says, he folds up the newspaper... And he looks up at the sky. Um, I'm guessing Elsa is not within his eyesight. Probably not. Uh, so he just looks up at the stars and says, So, we, we have a slight issue in Heidelberg. We have a private investigator who perhaps knows of our existence and has not been properly dealt with. I thought I got the film away from him and destroyed it, though. Yes, that's what your father told me, but that is not enough. There is a mortal that knows of our existence. And, by the way, I will say it's a good thing that you lied to your father. That's good. He's okay for now. But I asked you to come here because I have a proposal for you. If you're willing to listen. I am willing to listen. I propose an exchange. Uh, your father's life for the private investigators. Done. Well, very mercenary of you. I like that. Do you know where to find him? No, but I probably can figure it out. By this time tomorrow night, if he is not dead, your father will be. Understood. I remember the license plate. I can probably track it somehow through that. Ah, good thinking. He must watch a lot of television. No, but I read a lot of true crime stories. Ah. Okay, well, it seems that we're in agreement that this did not take nearly as much time as I thought it would, so... Well, enjoy your coffee. You, you can meet me back here at the same time tomorrow. Very well. Good night. Good night, Max. Do you leave? Mm-hmm. All right. You get up and start walking away. Elsa, you see Dallas leaves. What do you do? Oh, um, did I hear any of that? Uh, 
we'll say that, you know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll say that you overheard that. Oh, um, Elsa's furious. Um, Elsa, like, she jumps down from the rooftop and, like, the, like, maybe an alley where Dallas just walked by. She just walks out of it and is behind Dallas. And she's like, so, how was your date with Maximilian? Jesus Christ, where did you come from? What happened after Elysium? What happened what to you? What did you do? No, I didn't do anything. Apparently, that's the problem. I went to go remove the posters, and my dad had hired a private investigator to find me. I took his film and destroyed it. I thought I was following all the rules. That's what happened. Somehow. Apparently, that's not good enough. Not good enough? Maximilian is in our lives again? And you didn't think to come to me for this? What are you going to do? Talk at him? I don't know. I would have been there or something made sure that this wouldn't have happened. I don't know. I tell you everything. You even know about my guardian and my best friend. I literally have one other person in this entire city, and that's my father. And Max has him now, so I need to go take care of this. That's a problem. No shit. What the fuck, Dallas? You don't have to be involved in it at all. You're not the one who screwed up. I lied to my dad. I told him I was in witness protection. That's why I couldn't come home, and that's why he would stop putting out the flyers. I stopped that by lying. And now your dad's life is on the line. Because I did what I was supposed to, but not fully enough. So I'm going to go take care of this mistake. I've got until tomorrow to do it, so I need to get moving. At least let me help. There's something. I don't know. You got the phone book. Let's start looking at the names of private investigators. Do you know the name of him? Uh, my dad said his name. I'll probably recognize it if I hear it. Okay. That's step one. I also have the license plate number of his car. So... If there's addresses or anything, we can go to the different addresses and I can see if the car is there. What time is it right now, Chad? It's about maybe nine o'clock at night. Oh, we got time. Um, so we need to deal with this right now. Yeah, that's the plan. And discreetly and quietly. Absolutely. Oh. <sighs> Okay. Are you hungry? I am so hungry. Good, I have somebody you can eat. Yay! And, um... I... I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but I was kind of concerned about what's happened. And you, you've been looking weird and talking too seriously and... You've been burning me alive with your comments. No, that was just fun. Ah, oh, it's so funny. It 
it's it's funny when you did it to Lena. I was getting information out of her. Body language for information. And what makes you think I wasn't doing the same to you? Okay, so what is the plan for finding this person? Yellow pages, seeing if a name is listed that I recognize, because I remember my dad saying the name. Of course, Tessa didn't write it down because she's an idiot. Well, you mentioned that you you remember the license plate number, mm-hmm. right? I want you both to give me an, a wits and investigation roll. Just give you a, a little freebie tidbit here. Nice. Uh, nine, ten. And a nine on the hunger die. The three total successes. So, six, one, five, six, three. All right. So, you both together uh, got enough successes. So, back, this, is, this takes place in the 80s. Uh, security protocols and privacy is not kind of what it is uh, modern day. It was fairly common if you had a... a if you had a believable enough story, you could call the local police and have them look up an address connected to a license plate. I've seen it. In, I've seen it in movies, so it must be true. <laughs> I look at Dallas. Um, should we make up a story? <gasps> and then she gets us a a, um, a look on her face. She's like, "I have the perfect story." <laughs> By all means, that's a terrifying thought, but go for it. And, um, yeah, she's gonna, uh, and I, I found the number, right? Like, I'm sorry, I was distracted. What did we find out? I I have the license plate number, so you can call the the police station, which we have, the police station would be in, in the, the phone book, so. We can call the police station if we have a good enough story, we can get the number of the okay so elsa the address the address address. Mm -hmm. so elsa is going to is going to dial uh the police station where from from the from the lounge from from the haven okay yeah so you, you call the police precinct and the heidelberg's finest answers there's police is this an emergency Yes, it is. I've I've had a lost baby, and I asked a private investigator to <laughs> to help find her, and I need to know where he is because I haven't heard from him. <laughs> and then she's gonna start crying. <laughs> So I need you to give me a roll here. Uh, it's going to be a manipulation and performance roll. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I have an extra roll on performance. You still have a plus one from the blood that you drank, too. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, you haven't failed yet. Oh, my God. Okay. So, wow. I'm going to use up all of my dice. Um, so that's going to be nine dice. Dallas is looking at her like, what? Like, what do you mean you had the per- this is the perfect story? <laughs> and then she's like, fuck. Um, she's like flipping her off. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
Is that in total what I needed? Plus, are those plus the the extra die? Yeah, that's an, uh, the whole dice pool is going to be nine dice. Don't forget to replace uh, two of those with hunger dice. I can't tell if he wants you to fail or succeed. <laughs> Even Chen doesn't know which one he was voting for. There's no way I can fail now. Um, ten, six, one, three, seven, two, six, seven, eight. So apparently Dallas can pull raccoons out of thin air whenever she wants to, and Elsa can get a cop to believe that somebody stole her baby. Miss, 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 miss. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> don't, don't cry. It's okay. What was the license plate number? So she's going to tell the cop. Right. So you, you tell him the license plate number, and he. Uh, it's, there's a moment when, uh, you know, he's. He says, hold, please. And, and he's, you hear him muttering things about damn computers, fucking fad or something like that. And he, after a little while, he comes back. He's like, okay, so we have an address. He, okay. He, do, you have, do you have something to write with? Yes, I have it right here. My baby's so sweet. She's okay. just a, an yes, angel. Yes, ma'am. Yes. yes, ma'am. Yes. So he gives you the address and says, would you... If if you're concerned that there's something going on, we can meet you there. I can have a car meet you there. Oh no, it's it's totally fine. I have it. I've known this investigator for a while now, and I haven't heard from him. And I've been so concerned, and my my baby's just been gone for so long, and I trust him enough. <laughs> Okay, well, if you need anything else, you just give us a call back, ma'am. I will. I appreciate everything you're doing for our city, and I'll make sure to always... <laughs> I'll make sure to always recommend you. Th- th- thank you, ma'am. Thank you. You're so and, welcome. Good night. Good night. And he hangs up. I'll recommend the police to all my friends. You should you should go to this police station, not not the not the commercial police station. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even know how that works. I don't think any of us knows how that works, but <laughs> apparently it worked. Either the stupidest police officer to have ever walked the face of the planet. Or he's on something. Okay. Or he hears a woman crying and he panics. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> About her baby, no less. Her baby's disappeared. Whatever is he going to do? Um, I see. What is Dallas's reaction? <laughs> I'm dumbfounded. Like that was the stupidest story I've ever heard, and I can't believe it worked. Elsa's like, watch and learn, Dallas. Where are we going? <sighs> um, El- Elsa's gonna stop crying, fix her face, and be like, "We're going here." And then she's just gonna show the address. Yeah, the address is quite a quite a ways towards the uh, the outer limits of Heidelberg. So, um, you if you had a vehicle, it would be obviously it would be a lot quicker to get there. But if you're going by foot, it's going to take a long time. What do you think we should do? Call Leon. Do you know how to drive? Uh... I haven't drove. Uh, let's get a taxi. Come on. Uh, do you think that's all open? 
Yeah, okay. the bars are still open. The taxis are still running. That's okay. And then but we're giving them an address near this. We're not going to the actual address in a taxi. Yeah, probably a good idea. All right. So you call a you call a cab company and have a cab come pick you up and drop you off somewhere in the vicinity of the investigator's address. Was that saves up to a lot of time. Yep, yep. All right. So uh, unless you plan on doing any, anything else, you will get there uh, after a little bit, a little bit of a, a ride. Is this, so the drive over there, is it, I mean, are y'all chatting, chatting each other up? Is it tense? Is it quiet? Tell me about this ride. Um, Dallas is going to be doing her best to keep it lighthearted and seem like we're just, you know, chattering about nothing. You know, we're young, fun, you know, early 20s ladies and chitter chatter, chitter chatter, chitter chatter. And totally not going to straight up murder somebody. I can't believe that boy looked at you. It was so crazy. Oh, please, you know he was looking at you. Ugh. As if. That's not like I'm stunning or anything. Alright, so after a after a very long drive for the cab driver, uh, you guys get dropped off, and you're within about two blocks from the address. How are you going to do this? I do want to stress before the plan is set, I do want to stress that one of our chronicle tenants is never murder the innocent. This is something, it sounds like this is what you two were planning on doing, like straight up murdering him would cause both of you to receive a stain on your humanity. Does Maximilian know about this? Or is it just different for every vampire to not... No, this is that's our story. This is our story, uh, Tennis. Yeah, it's different. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, Elsa's going to think about the last time she killed a human being and how it really just kind of twisted her up inside. And she kind of feels different now but she doesn't want to have to go through accidentally or purposely killing a, a human being who's no less just trying to do his job. Should we try and bribe him? Or maybe take all of the evidence out of his house? I don't know that we can erase his mind, and that seems to be what is more needed. Did you make a deal with Maximilian? Yeah. My dad lives if this guy doesn't. Dallas. You don't have to be here. You don't have to be involved. You you don't have to. It's my dad and my mistake and I'm responsible and I'll fix it. You don't have to be involved. You haven't killed an innocent person yet. You're right. I don't think you know what that does to you. As a vampire, we still have morals and shit. And yeah. and my dad's been a major in the army my entire life. He's told me stories. I Maybe I have got it, but I've seen what it does to people. This is a man who's trying to do his job. 
And if it was Gregory in there and Max had told you that it was this man or Gregory or Christina. She's just going to glare at her. Don't bring some into this. I'm literally just asking you to look at it from my point of view. And what you would do in this situation. So here is what I will do. If you... You're going to kill him. Okay, fine. Also, never make deals with Maximilian ever again. For God's sakes. And, um... He's the sheriff. If I don't make a deal with him, we don't live. She cuts her off, and she's like, in seconds, once you're done dealing with this P.I., I'm going to take all of the evidence out of his house and burn it. That is what I will do. Fine. We can make it look like he died in a house fire or something. Yeah. And that might even cause more suspicion. Your father hired a P.I.? P.I. suddenly dies in a house fire? Just saying. As long as the masquerade is intact. <sighs> okay, let's do this. All right, so what, what do you each do? I'm probably going to be waiting out, or waiting, I guess, because I don't want to do anything. I don't want to have anything to do with the murder of this person. Knowing it's about to happen and allowing it to happen will also cause you to have a stain on your humanity. Full disclosure. But is it is is it less or or worse or like less than what already stain I have on my humanity? Does it make it worse? No, it's just a stain is a stain. It's um. It's just if you would feel guilty or not, what we would feel guilty about. And actually, story-wise, I think character-wise, there probably would be a huge difference between you being the hand that pulls the trigger, so to speak, and you just letting somebody else do it as far as guilt goes. But that is for you to decide how your character processes that. I don't know. What would, what would change about Elsa if, this, if she let it happen? Like her. If you get a stain in your humanity, we make a degeneration roll at the end of the store at the end of the session. So if you fail the roll, you lose a point of humanity. If you succeed in the roll, your humanity stays intact, but you have remorse. Okay. So it's a risk. I cannot believe you are fucking doing this. You have to balance your humanity with the masquerade. I know, but that does does that make her less remorse of everything that she does? Like if you lose humanity, you do slide closer to the beast and you do see what the ultimate end result of that that was with what you fought last night. Dallas has Dallas has a humanity of nine. It's a very, very high humanity. So this is it, it will fuck Dallas up and I Tessa is aware and but also knows how Dallas feels about her dad and knowing what she does with Max. She's 
She's like, I don't have a choice. It's either this happens or my father dies, and I'm not letting that happen. I understand, but... <sighs> We're going to change after this. I hope you know that. We are, very, we are going to change drastically. And guess what? Maximilian is probably going to enjoy all of this. I really don't give a shit about Max. He's the officer of Heidelberg. How can you not? The only thing I'm doing right now is giving a shit about my dad, so... Fine, fine. Let's go in there. You kill him. And I get... We set the whole place on fire. Deal. And you never, ever make a deal with that motherfucker ever again. Deal. I'll be sure to try to avoid doing anything that gets me in trouble with the sheriff. This isn't a deal that I've made with him so much as a... a I get a pass to leave. Okay, let's go. Alright, what do you do? How do you get in? I'm going to uh, see if there is a unlocked door or a window that I can slip in. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Um, I'm gonna, before even Dallas can open a door, and be like, wait a minute. What, is it, what if there's more than one person on the inside? Then we won't be setting it on fire. That's just going to find a dead body on the floor? No. I'm going to take him out with us and make it look like he disappeared. We'll drive him out into the middle of the forest and drop him off. I look down and I'm like, God, this goddamn cat! Sorry. <laughs> All these strays out and about. God damn it. Um, so. Careful, kitty, I'm hungry. You're, you need to be careful. I'm just saying, in general, be careful. Um, and then Elsa decides that she's going to follow Dallas into the house. Okay, so if you are going to break in, I think somebody needs to have... Uh, either one of you have larceny. Larceny. I don't. I do have streetwise, so I was hoping that maybe I could use that, but... Well, if if you could justify it, I can allow it. I was thinking streetwise, just kind of knowing how to, you know, use hairpin to pick a lock or something like that. Getting in and out of messes, in and out of a house when I need to escape the cops, when I would break curfew and stuff. I have I have two streetwise. Okay, so if you want to make a group roll on this. You can go ahead. Both of you roll uh, intelligence and streetwise. And Elsa gets a plus one. That is three successes for Dallas. Seven roll, seven dice. Roll 20 is amazing. I just clicked the button and there it was. So one, three, three, five, six, six, ten. All right. 
So both of you succeed enough. Uh, with the streetwise, you, you both know like common places where people would like hide keys. Like you look under the the floor mat, the the welcome mat. You look under some rocks. You eventually find like on the the uh, the door frame at the top. There is a spare key taped up there. Perfect. I'm gonna look behind me. Just, just have a quick glance. All right. So your this area is uh, it's a residential area. It's a lot of rented townhouses, like the the, the duplex type thing going on. So, and around this time of night, uh, it's like a like family oriented kind of residence. So it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of lights on and there's not a whole lot of people about, there's not really many cars driving down the street. Uh, you guys can time it. So you get in with nobody outside or nobody even looking in your direction. Awesome. So they slip in as quiet as possible. Okay. Both of you are going in. Well, I'm going in. I don't know if he, I don't know if uh, else is going in. I'm going to slowly follow behind her. Are you trying to sneak around in there, or are you just just trying to find this guy? Uh, else, or Dallas wants to make sure that there's nobody else in the house except for him before she does anything, because if she needs to take the body out, that is going to change how she goes about what, doing what she's doing. You look around. It's a it's a small kind of apartment. Uh, you look around. You don't see anyone other than your target. Can I can I make a investigation roll uh, to look for other people? Yeah, or whatever role I need because I want to make sure that we're both. Okay, if you you want to look for people in the house, then sure. You can give me a wits and investigation roll. Since you're already in the situation, you got to do it quickly. So six, nine, three, three. All right. You're looking around. There's, there's no sign of you're looking around. There's really no sign that more than one person actually lives in this place based on, like you, you utensil situation, chairs at the table, uh, living room set up. Uh, there's nobody else in here. You do hear noises coming from behind the a big door that's bolted. Uh, well, I mean, it's it looks like it's bolted from the inside, and you can hear movement in there. Dallas, just gonna whisper to that quietly, and she's looking at that door. She's um, quietly going to find a place to hide. So is Elsa. And then wait to make and make no sound. Okay, so you're going to stay quiet and wait for this person to come out. So that's going to be a composure and stealth roll for both of you. And Elsa gets a plus one. I got a 10. I got a 10. <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> so a composure? Yeah, composure plus stealth. If you don't have any stealth, just roll your composure plus one uh, for the clot. And you could also give me a rouse check to increase your dice pool if you like. 771. Are you like on either side of the door? Are you in a different room? Or where, what, is the, what is the setup here? 
I think we should be on either side, maybe? Or what are you thinking? Dallas's plan is to get behind him and, uh, as gruesome as it sounds, uh, having done a lot of kickboxing training and wrestling training and self-defense training, she's, her plan is just to kind of get him into a chokehold and snap his neck and make it quick and painless and not leave much trace. So you both are, have succeeded in, in waiting. I guess you're both on the side of the door. Like when it opens, it will be blocking you guys. So you wait and you wait and you wait and maybe an hour, maybe two hours pass. You guys are really good at like just standing still and not doing anything. The door opens and as the door opens, uh, you see like a, like there's a red light inside that kind of, it switches to like a, switches off you you smell the smell of faint chemicals and these could be chemicals that are used like in a dark room and he comes walking out and he is lighting up a cigarette and looking at a, a picture that looks like he had just developed and he does not notice you as he walks out into his kitchen area Dallas you're going to make your move yeah she just wants to do it quickly and painlessly Okay, so I'm going to need you to give me. Let's see if you're going to do this quickly. You're going to you're going to put him in a chokehold, so that's a grapple. So give me a Dex and Brawl roll. One success. Okay, you go to grab for him, and uh, he he gets out of your grip. He you go to grab for him. He he moves, ducks out of the way. Like this guy, he's that was surprising. We're not expecting that from him. And he turns around with the the half-lit cigarette in his mouth and the picture, and he, he turns and he sees you, and he's just surprised. He's like, you! El- Elsa's going to come out. She's like, surprise! And then she's going to pounce him. Okay, what is Elsa going to do? Elsa's going to try and tackle him to the ground. Hopefully it works. We'll see. Give me a Dex and Brawl roll. You can give me a rouse check to increase your dice pool. And don't forget your plus one. You get a plus one for this, too. I got a six. My rouse check. All right. Add another die to your dice pool. And you do not get any hungrier. Eight, ten, eight, seven, two. All right. So you you jump out and go, surprise, and then just jump on this guy and knock him on his back. You are on top of him. And he is struggling, and he's yelling, he's screaming, he's like, what the hell? Help! Help! <laughs> Keep his mouth shut. <laughs> okay, so you put a hand over his mouth? Yeah. He, You do that, and he just, he kind of stops struggling, and he's just, look, his eyes are darting around. He's, he's looking for an exit. Dallas! She just gets up to him and just, I'm so sorry. And then twists his neck. It is fairly easy just to just to take the side of his his head in both of your hands and sharply snap your grip to the side. And there's a loud crack. And then his head is at a very gruesome angle. And he is lying there motionless. Both of you get a stain on your humanity. And I let him go and just close his eyes and 
Okay. If you're, uh, sounds awful. If you're hungry, do you want to just do your thing? Not this time. I'm going to get up and just maybe find a lighter. Why don't you look through the dark room? There's a lot of chemicals in there. I bet some of them are flammable. And and he was lighting a cigarette when you jumped on him. Okay. Well, I'm just going to toss the cigarette on the sofa or something. And then maybe light a match and do it on his bed or something. So are you trying to make this look like an accident? Yeah. I put the cigarette in the chemicals of the dark room. So, so we're going to make a roll, and depending on how many successes Elsa gets, we'll see what she does, all right? So... I, yeah, I just thought of, like, well, duh, we would put him on the couch or something, and he just passed out, and it went up in flames, like, whatever. Let's see. Give me a roll to make it look like an accident. So that's going to be an intelligence. And, I mean, this, this would definitely be larceny, because you're covering up a crime, so intelligence plus larceny you still have a plus one because you have not failed a single roll yet tonight unless I'm mistaken oh yeah nope alright so for you that would be what four five dice and you can also give me a rouse check to increase your dice pool if you like no alright five dice don't forget your hunger dice six 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 two two all right, so you managed to, to make it look convincing, like the, the putting him on the sofa, the he dropped a cigarette while he was asleep, the sofa caught on fire and it ignited the house, and you know, he the guy was developing pictures in the dark room, who's to say, you know, some of those chemicals didn't spill around the fireside. So, important question here, when Elsa starts the fire, where are both of you? Um, I'd assume we had made ourselves outside as I'm making the fire as we're leaving. Okay. So Elsa, since you are actually playing with the fire, I want you to give me a willpower roll, uh, to avoid, you know, the beast panicking. How many is that? So for you in particular, your max willpower is five. You would give me you would give me four dice since you are a Bruja and you get a minus one to willpower checks. But you have a plus one right now, right? Or no? I think it's a plus one to skill checks. Ah. <laughs> so four, ten, ten, ten. Yeah! You have nerves of steel as you light this house on fire. Spread that fire everywhere! So you guys leave and... I guess, like in pure action movie form, you two are walking away from the site as the fire starts to take the chemicals and the house goes up. The window just cracks behind us and explodes from the from the oxygen. Yeah, so you, you two should probably run away very quickly. We're going. We're, we're hauling ass back to the club, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys, you've accomplished your goals, right? Is there anything else that you two want to do for the rest of the night? Or are we going to move on to the next night? 
I would say uh, Dallas is gonna go curl up in a ball and like just cry for a couple of hours. Before she does that, I am Elsa's gonna hug Dallas. That scared me. Seeing you sitting across from him, and I think that we are becoming more connectors. And maybe as a friend? I don't know. But that scares me more than angered me that you were actually talking to him. He's on another entire level than we are, and he's got power beyond our belief. It was not by choice. Trust me. I understand that now, but please don't do that again. No promises, just try and stay out of that man's way. That's my plan. Maximilian should know by now that we've taken care of it. Well, I need to go and meet him tomorrow to make sure he knows, but yeah. That will be the last time. Fuck. Whatever. Alright. And then, yeah, then go into our separate rooms. And uh, before we finish up, we'll just do that final scene real quick then. So if you guys are going to crash for the day and wake up the next night, I want you both to give me a rouse check. Check for hunger. That's E seven. Before. All right. So Elsa, your hunger raises to three, I think. And uh, Dallas is fine. Dallas is fine. Still at one. Still at one. All right. And so the next night comes, and I, I'm sure Dallas's first job, number one, is to report back to Max. Yeah. All right. You find him back at the restaurant where he was in the same uh, same table, same position, same tea, same cake. It's very weird. Elsa, are you following behind or are you staying back at the Haven or doing something else? I'm staying behind and I'm going to go. Um, I'm actually going to go back to Edgar. Like as soon as I wake up and then I'm going to feed off of him. I want to give him all of the names and numbers of the electricians and the hair salons and tell him to come back with teal blue and come back with an electrician that has the lowest price. Okay, so that's a lot to unpack here. So uh, (laughs) first of all, we have to make sure that he is actually at the club. So I want you to give me a, let's see, give me a charisma. I was thinking out loud, like, he's not in, he's not, like, too dazzled by me yet. So. No, not yet, no. But you're working on it. So I want you to give me. Uh, well, actually, actually, um, yeah, give me a charisma and persuasion roll. And if you roll high, he will actually be there. You still get a plus one. Uh, seven, ten, six, two, one. Okay. Yeah, not high enough. He's probably at home resting because he's kind of anemic at the moment. So you strike out. Do you want to feed from somebody else at this club, or are you going to go home and defeat? I look around. Who's is anyone hot, sexy? 
someone, anyone. Sure. Yeah, you find a sexy, hot goth. Why not? Hell yeah. And I'm like, hey, where'd you get that trench coat? And, like, just start talking to him. I got to whatever the hell was before Hot Topic in the 80s. Yeah. Hot gothic. Yeah. All right, and so you you can feed. Are you going to slake two hunger, or take or take everything? No, just slake two hunger. Okay, we'll we'll get back to you in a minute, uh, Dallas. You get back to the restaurant, and there's Max. And how how are you coming at him? How are you approaching this situation? Um, she's trying to be confident and not appear too shaken, and just kind of be like, "I did what he asked." I did my best to make it seem like it was an accident. Okay. So you go and you sit down at the table. The, the waitress comes, uh, takes your order. It's the same waitress. She says the same word. She asks you in the same way. It's interesting. No, no, mm-mm, nope. I hate that diner. No, Maximilian. No, fuck that. Bye. <laughs> Just nope. And she, do you order coffee or tea or cake? Uh, I order tea since Maximilian had pointed out how much he liked it because it was always hot. All right. And so she brings you some tea and there's Max. He is reading his paper and he is, puts his, puts his finger up. Says he'll get to you when he's finished reading this article. What a ch- ass. <laughs> he's, he, this is power play. He's got all the power in this relationship and Dallas knows it. And your tea comes and a couple of minutes later, Max folds up the newspaper and puts it at the table next to him and he p- steeples his, his hands on his knee and he looks at you expectantly. Problem has been dealt with. I know. Thank you. Good job. This is how you cover your mistakes. Don't make me have to do this again. Understood. The only reason why you got this choice is because I'm not allowed to do my job to the fullest. Normally we wouldn't be having this conversation. I would clean up the mess and I would clean up you. And he, you get the impression that he's very bitter about this. Understood. One night, the prince's patience will wear thin, and I will be there. Your father's fine. He has no memory of, my, of his contact with me. I give you my word that unless anything else major happens, he is of no concern of mine. Thank you. Good night. Good evening. Jill, uh, she'll leave. <laughs> okay, so uh, Dallas leaves. Elsa, you you slake some hunger. I mean, you didn't find your guy. You're kind of disappointed with that because he has such tasty blood. It's so wonderful. Uh, so you go back to the Haven? Yeah, I guess. You go back to the Haven and... As you're getting closer to the door, you see it looks like there's somebody sitting on the steps. Uh, the hood is up, long sleeves. It, it, there's a chill out tonight, so he's dressed kind of warm. It looks masculine, a masculine form. What do you do? 
I'm gonna look at him. He's he's sitting there. He has his hands in his pocket. He's crouched over. He's kind of like rocking a little bit, and he's looking around, like he's looking for something. And he turns and he sees you. Can I help you? Well, he looks so happy. He gets up and he he pulls his hood back, and this this, this is the guy that robbed your apartment. And he sees you. He's like, "Oh, thank God, I found you." He he comes close to you. Like he he's approaching you. He's not like rushing you. Stop. You okay? You make him stop. He stops. He's like, "You, please, I, I don't even know why I'm here, but I had to see you again." Um, I, he 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 rolls up his sleeves, and you see like there's various like lots of like. Uh, old and fresh cut marks all up and down his arms and his hands and he's I I can't make myself feel the way you made me feel oh god oh shit please whatever you did please do it again I I can't stop thinking about it now calm down sweetie um Elsa. <laughs> um, she just puts on her smile. She's like, even, even after you've robbed me of, I'm so sorry about that. And you've been trying to take some valuables that didn't even cost anything. Oh well. And then um, she opens the door to her club, and she's like, let's go inside. Before we go. Before we do anything else, I need both of you to give me a degeneration roll. So, Dallas, you get one d10 to roll. This is a success. You keep your humanity. You fail. You lose a humanity. Elsa, you get four dice. What? Yeah. Uh, lower humanity, you have more dice. It's a four. Dallas, you lose a point of humanity as the the beast gets a further hold on your soul and can't even really work up the energy to feel sorry for that guy. You know, it was you, it was him or your dad. And it's always going to be your dad. Yep. And Elsa, what did you roll? Six, four, seven, nine. Yeah. You feel pretty bad about what you did and you definitely feel some remorse. How, how would Dallas, how would Elsa try to make peace with that? She's going to She's going to cry, like, with that guy. I don't know. She's in the bathroom or something. She's going to cry. She's going to look at herself in the mirror. Or wait, can they see you see the other in the mirror? Yes. Okay. She's going to look at her. Yeah. She's going to look at herself in the mirror and wipe off a few tears and just think about Christina. And for some reason, that makes her feel better. But she... Maybe in the future, something will help her come to terms to what she did and make her feel better. Because if she hadn't helped Dallas, then she would probably would have felt worse and not knowing or something else could have happened to Dallas. But knowing that her dad is safe and understanding where she's coming from, that made her feel a little bit better. So she tries to calm down before coming out of the bathroom and seeing that guy. You're not a monster. You did it for a good reason. Yeah. To keep us 
and everyone else safe. All right. And so that is where, oh, um, Leon, the previous night, Leon did check in and say that Christina was fine. Oh, okay. That makes her feel like 10 times better. <laughs> She's delicious. Shut up! Oh, she was sleeping. What? The Infane Podcast is a proud member of the Nerdsmith Network. Visit nerdsmith.org for all of your nerdy entertainment needs.